Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast, brought to you by TargetInternet.com. Hello and welcome back to the Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Kieran Rogers and I'm joined today uh, with a very special guest. This has taken a few months to to, uh, organise, but a few of you may remember we've talked in the past in some of our tips and tools episodes about a tool called Swido. Have I pronounced that right? You pronounced right, Swido. Yes. Swido. And, yeah. and um, I, I, we're very lucky to have the founder and CEO of Swido on on the uh, the line today. So please introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and where you come from. Thanks for having me, Karen. It is my name is uh, Jeroen Moyers. I'm the CEO of Swido, and we are located uh, near Amsterdam in the Netherlands. And uh, we are a well, if you narrow it down, a reporting tool. But we. Broaden it a little bit, we say that we help online marketers communicate with their stakeholders. So basically, we're in the communication business, but in the fact, we are a reporting tool for online marketers. Fantastic. And what does the average day look like for CEO of, of Swido? I think in, for most CEOs or uh, directors, it's decision-making. Decision-making is what, what the day is because, for, for instance, in online marketing, you will recognize that, and uh, your listeners also will recognize it. It's a, it's a market that changes constantly. So with a market that constantly changes, you have constantly decisions to make. Will I focus on this? Will I focus on that? And of course, with our tool and our uh, with our users that are very enthusiastic in using our tool, we get constantly feedback if we can add more features. Sometimes we have small bugs. Sometimes uh, we have our own vision. So it's constantly making decisions what to do, which path to, uh, to walk. What was your background before you started Schwido? What, what prompted you to launch into the reporting tool space? It wasn't really that one day I came out of bed and said, hey, let's, let's make reporting tools. These things grow organically most of the times. And that, that happened in our case also because uh, my background is more in, in strategy and marketing, my personal background. Mm-hmm. So... After I studied business administration, I uh, advised larger companies on their strategy and marketing. And slowly that evolved more to marketing and later on to to online marketing. And all of a sudden, uh, I realized that I shifted towards the online marketing space. And we we started then an agency in the Netherlands, online marketing agency. And that was back in 2006. Mm -hmm. And... We very enthusiastically started managing campaigns for for clients, but we realized that communicating with the clients about the results is just as important as actually uh, doing uh, changes in the AdWords campaigns, for instance. Mm. Maybe you you also recognize it that you do something Uh, brilliant uh, in your own opinion. Yeah, (laughs) sure. And it's the biggest, it's one of the more challenging things. I mean, I've, been at both ends really so i in my day-to-day work i've worked both agency side and within digital marketing teams and for any of our listeners if you have kind of poured over spreadsheets inputting individual fields of data and pulling them together from you know all the different sources that you have from your your analytics program and from your various different adwords platforms or from your um, search engine optimization um, platforms it's painful and it's dull 
Um, and you spend so much time putting the information into these um, spreadsheets and tweaking graphs and charts and stuff, you actually don't get the time to actually take a, you know, spend time thinking about well, what's actually happening. How's this all? How's this all working? And but yeah. it, it was that that was actually how I discovered the, the tool because I was looking for. We were talking about this just before we started, weren't we? And I was looking for a tool to mm-hmm. pull together, um, you know, results from analytics and and AdWords and also Bing. Yeah, yeah, we re- we recognise that, but also communicating with your stakeholders, and that can be in an agency, but it can also be like an in-house marketer. Mm. It's, it's just as important as as really doing the job because you have to convince your stakeholders that we, you need to follow a certain direction and you do it most of the times data driven eh? you, you collect mm. data to make to make decisions and our experience was at that time that it was very very hard first uh, to come back to the question how did we uh, start with the with the tool we made a tool for internal use only uh, and we used it for a couple of years and used it really just to to report to our clients mm-hmm. but Tool was much broader. There was even some some billing in there, etc. Mm-hmm. And back in 2012, we thought, hey, maybe if if we have the problem, maybe others also have the problem. So we launched it. Was a kind of soft launch, and from there on, we slowly starting to gain clients. And that was basically the start of uh, of our reporting suite. Um, why why is it called Swido? Where does the name come from? Yeah, that's a funny funny story because. What we just discussed that communicating is very important and that you have to show to your stakeholders what you do. We thought of the acronym, show what you do online. Oh, I so, see. Ah. Yeah. See, I always imagined it was something foreign. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so that's where it came from. Show that's, what you do online. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's and brilliant. It, it sounds short and snappy and... Sounded okay. So, and it's certainly easy to find on online. So, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's yeah, a unique. Yeah. You know, very yeah, often that's, that's the thing that's, with a start. You want something unique that's short, easy to. Yeah, that's, easy of to course, find. that's very difficult in these yeah, times to yeah. find a unique name and also to find a URL that's still available. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I could advise also to the listeners if you start something new that find a short, snappy name that is recognizable. It can have some sort of meaning, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. So who is your target audience and you know, how do you go about reaching them? How, how do you digitally market something like this? Yeah, well, we mainly focused on the, on the agencies uh, because we were an agency, of course. So we know how they worked, what their needs were. So that was our initial focus. And basically, we see different kind of agencies in the agency uh, landscape. Mm-hmm. We see that you have like small agencies, yes, uh, maybe three or four people working together and maybe they have... 20 or 40 clients doing a very good job with that and maybe they are operating locally. Also, we see, we call them large agencies or broke agencies that you have agencies that have really a lot of clients. These companies have really high volume in in clients. You also have, for instance, smart agencies, not to say that the others are not smart, but we call them internally smart agencies because they go very deep into the analysis for their clients. They want all the metrics, they want all the, the filters we, we can offer them because they really want the data-driven analysis of the, the performance. These are really different segments that we are targeting on. Of course, that's also sometimes difficult because uh, you want to be a perfect tool for all of them. Mm. And the fourth client uh, segment that we recently see is more like platform partners. Yeah, we also see and it's, it's also a trend in software that 
software is like a platform and you integrate with other tools and by integrating with other tools you can also be more successful so we try to do that also with fido of mm-hmm. course we integrate already with the data partners that we collect data with but we intend to in- integrate even more with with other tools in the future maybe even via for instance platforms like zapier i don't know if you are familiar with that or if this then that that are platforms that you can connect, use to connect different platforms together. So in the growth, uh, you ask also, how, how did we grow? Well, we more or less focused on the search marketing part first. And I told you that in 2012, uh, we started and we first were not so successful, to be honest, because we, we launched and our proposition, if you look back now, was much too broad. So we were a little bit like a Swiss army knife. You could do anything it, with it, but... Nothing really good. (laughs) (laughs) And we observed that and then we said, okay, we need to narrow it down. What is the biggest problem that we solved? And that was the reporting part. And when we more or less stripped all the the other parts, then we started to have success. We really focused on on search marketing. So good running uh, AdWords campaigns. That was the the main focus uh, the first two years, I think. I always use a sort of model for that, that if you focus on the people that have a problem and are actively searching for a solution, those are the most easiest uh, targets to have because Mm. they have a problem Mm. and they're searching for a solution. And then search marketing is the the best means to to get them to your website. And in terms of the development of the tool, at what point did you really find things took off? Yeah, what we always try to do is put complex things simple. So, of course, online marketing is complex sometimes Mm. because you have a lot of different choices and it's it's really an art to make it simple also in the user interface of the tool that you really keep it very simple. People really can easily find what what they want and what they need. And that's the sort of vision that we first did not adopt quite well what what I just told you in 2012. Mm -hmm. So, um, and later on in in 2013, more said internally, okay, this is what we want. We want to have the vision, make things simple, complex things simple. And then we really stripped out, get rid of all the distractions and also in the development cycle. And then we we got a lot more success out of it. Our users understood what we could offer them for value when Mm -hmm. they came to the website, and also when they came in the tool, they saw, okay, for instance, onboarding is an interesting fact. Should you onboard your user with help articles or with tool tips, etc.? You could argue that you should, but you could also argue that the tool should be self-explanatory. Hmm. If your tool does not explain itself, it's weak somewhere. So that's always a discussion in our company also. Which is interesting, because I don't think I've ever read a, a Swido manual about half an hour of picking it up, <laughs> just getting yeah. the hang of it. There's a lot of consistency uh, within there. And it, yeah, a lot of other tools that I use are very complex. And well, not any other complex, but they also don't necessarily have manuals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, we or have useful. a documentation site. But, uh, and of course, we, do, we keep track of who's reading it and it will do a lot of views and hits there. But mm. And we also try, of course, to incorporate some help articles. But it's interesting to say in the, in the software landscape, in the tools landscape, to see some tools, when they become mature, they cannot 
uh, get away from the distraction to add more features to it. Mm. And it's not always a good thing to add more features to something. But have you have you been able to see any trends or shifts in in what people are taking a keen interest in? Is it, are things getting simpler or more sophisticated? Well, I, what what we see is that marketers are getting more professional, and that's that, that's a good thing. Mm. We think oh, if you maybe. So a couple of years ago that you saw that maybe a, a, a technical company or a, a company building websites did it on the side. Yeah, they did some online marketing on the side. Mm-hmm. But it's really, it's becoming a profession. A profession of people that know what they're doing and they want to f- focus on what they're doing. And we see that in those three segments that we just mentioned, like the, the smart agencies, the bulk agencies, and, and, and the small agencies, that they, of course, re- request their own features, but in their segment, they're becoming more professional, I would say, maybe even every month. We're getting daily, we get like 10 or 15 feature requests. Can you add this? Can you add that? <laughs> It's incredible. I, yeah. I can well, all these ideas for our tool. Yeah, I can well believe it. Having added a few of my over yeah. the last week, actually. So, yeah, because you do as you're using it, you sort of see see potential with it. Um, and as you, obviously, you started out as an agency, so I would imagine you were sort of promoting, you know, doing all your research engine marketing in house. Is that something that you've continued? Yeah, we well, we started now with some outsourcing, mm-hmm. but. To be honest, and I was the one that was holding it internally. Mm. Yeah, it's it, it's sort of an addiction because uh, I really still like to to manage these AdWords campaigns, for instance. And I personally managed them the last three years still. Mm. Um, it's not doable anymore, not in my time, and also not in the vision of our marketing manager that says, "Hey, it's uh, something we should incorporate with with, with partners, with outside partners." Mm, sure. So that's a, that's a process we're starting with at the, at the moment. Uh, also because we are having customers globally, and we really need to think global but act local. So in some countries like France and Germany, we really need local expertise to, to have that market in the, in the, what do you say, the, the tactics adapted to those markets. Mm. It sounds like you're sort of tapping into global outsourcing. What kind of benefits are you getting with that as the company you know, grows and, and reaches into to new markets. And are you finding any risks as you you expand at that level? Yeah, it's 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 potentially riskful because you're leaving a path that was successful, and it's always yeah dangerous or risky for your feeling at least that you're leaving something that you did yourself before mm. and now you have to give it in in the hands of others mm. and how did you uh, how did you reach that decision I mean, that's a tough one especially if you started as a you know a, a smaller company and it's you know maybe the marketing's you know your baby and very often that's that that's yeah, the that's case in people yeah. that start start companies you know because you have yeah. to you have to start you know greasing the wheels of commerce yeah so it's you, a good analogy yeah how how did you approach making that decision and um and what have been the the outcomes of, of you know releasing yourself from from the owner's responsibility yeah. of of constantly you know finding finding new new fresh blood for the for the company? What what you said is true because you're growing up and and the, the company is getting getting mature. Yeah, and then you have to to to, 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 to the, the kid has to stand on his own feet, mm. and that's 
that that goes also for for the for the campaigns. So, but it's also based on a broader vision that we have in the in the company, and that is stick to the to the core business. We try to do it in the software also, and you have to, of course, if you have a global vision in your company, you have to have it consistent in every part. So you do it in not only in the software but also in the marketing and also in the, in the sales. And and the, the vision is that we do only internally what we do best. And if we, if someone else can do it better, you have to outsource it. And we mm. do it in the software. I can give you an example, for instance. Of course, we are a reporting tool and we make a lot of PDF documents. And also the PDF documents are mailed to, to the end customers. Mm-hmm. So the creation of the PDFs, we use a special tool for that. And the mailing of the reports, we use another special tool for that. We don't do it internally. Mm. We, we we insource specialist technology knowledge there, and it's a vision, and that's why we can, with a relatively small team, we can make big steps. So it would be rare, uh, strange if we did not have that vision also in the in the marketing department. So um, my marketing manager said, "Hey, let's let's have this vision uh, also incorporated in the marketing department and see who is the real specialist." In those local markets, or in this, or in maybe a, a specific part of marketing, and let's meet those those people, talk to them, and see if we can partner with them. And I, I think it's really interesting because a lot of people, if they're not at that stage, you know, would always have ambitions to you know take whatever they're doing into the the global marketplace. How do you go about finding a suitable you know search engine marketing partner? To, to do that for you, you know what what yeah. criteria did you set down to 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 find the right people yeah that's an interesting question because um, uh, i told you that we were in the past we were an agency and at the moment we are in the process of outsourcing some parts of our uh, marketing to agencies so um, you come to sit at the other side of the of the table and uh, and that's 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 in, interesting for me also because now you're really looking like what do I want in a partner that I outsource my cam- campaigns to, mm. and 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 you write down the criteria, and uh, you you see criteria that you think okay that's how a client thinks to an agency. Uh, I wish I had known that before when I were an agency <laughs> to, to think like that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what we're looking for, of course, is they have to understand the software as a service business because that's a really uh, niche specialist business Mm -hmm. of course b2b is very important because um, as an agency we were already also a specialist in b2b campaigns sure and it's 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 very different from b2c campaigns and uh, that for us also very important that that the, the people we work with the parts we work with understand that B2B is very different from B2C. Mm. So that means, for instance, for Google AdWords, that you have a lot of negatives. You have uh, your, your, your adapt your ad copy to the B2B space. Uh, you use all the all the possibilities that are in, in such a, such a, an interface for attracting um, yeah, business people, not consumers. Sure. So that's that's very that's very important. Yeah. Um, so the process is yeah, like we we network with them, we talk to them. It's also, of course, personal based. You have to like somebody 
you work with. It's also very, very important, even in the, the internet business, if you sometimes don't see each other personally, but you still have to, to like each other to, to, to work together. Sure. And, and how is the process going? I mean, you know, has it, has it worked out well? Are you, are you seeing much more rapid growth? Has it freed up more time to, to focus on, you know, servicing your customers rather than just finding them? Yeah, what what see is that, for instance, in the United States, we have a very good partner for the also for the PR uh, PR part. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works out very well. In, in South America, we have now a local uh, marketer working uh, for us. That, that of course is the the, the language part is, is very important. And we see that in Europe, it's still that's strange because we are based in the Netherlands, but in Europe, it's still difficult to get to know the right people and maybe. That's because our focus was really on the United States uh, for a couple of years because we thought that was the biggest uh, the biggest market. Mm-hmm. But maybe we have to also, of course, go more in uh, in 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 the local in the local space and visit more like Germany and France and talk to people there because in those countries it's also very important just to to talk to people. And do you, so do you get out much and sort of meet people face to face? You know, have you ever done the whole round of, of uh, marketing shows and, and what have you? Or, or have you sort of shied away from that tactic? Yeah, well, in the, the, the first time we, what I told you, we, 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 we focused on PPC campaigns. Um, but now we try to add more layers of marketing on top of that because with the with the search campaigns, you only target those people that have this problem and search for you. But you have to also come into the, the vision of people that maybe don't realize that they have a reporting problem. Mm. So we see that it's, it's very important to talk to people also. So we try to visit, we try to go to conferences now. Uh, for instance, uh, Brighton SEO, we're going there. SMX, we're going there. Uh, um, on Hero Conference, we have been a, a sponsor in the past. But also, we try to to call our clients, and that's rare, I think, in the software as a service business. But mm. we really try to call every lead that signs up, and sometimes they're we can't reach them or they're not available. But it's just a touch point. Hey, we are uh, we are a software, but we are also people. We are here. We try to help you. If you need us, uh, you can reach us, and we try to have that personal touch. So. Uh, the one question I love to ask people that have start, started businesses is, is, you know, if you could reach back into kind of early 2011, 2012, right at the beginning of the process, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give this young upstart CEO starting a new, uh, on this new venture? What, what, what are the key things that you've learned that you wish you could share with your former self? Yeah, yeah it's a good, good question. Uh, I wish uh, we could all ask that question. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I really would advise to focus on the on the real problem that you want to help your clients with. What, what is the problem they want to solve? Why would they want to use your tool, your company, your service, etc.? And 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 no distractions. Just focus in your website, in your campaigns, on this one one problem because. Probably when you're a startup, you have a limited budget. You cannot overspend. You have to count every dollar. So fo- focus on the real problem. And try to then make this machine get rolling. And I would advise on first hand focus on, on, on search campaigns because 
people are searching to come to your website, they can try your product. And if it all is in line with each other, they will sign up and they will upgrade to a paid or they will contact you to, to buy your services. So focus is, I think, the most important thing. And what things have you done that have really given you that key insight into you know, what to focus on and what are the things that, that people actually want? How did you go about doing that? Because I think it's really good, really good advice, but I'm really interested in you know, what, uh-huh. what were the key breakthroughs for, for you? Well, of course, what, what we really learned is from a period that we didn't do it well because we have had a, a website with a lot of clutter on it and, 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 and distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really, really helped is that we also sat, sat together with the team and said, okay, what is the thing we're really solving? Why are people signing up for our tool? Mm-hmm. And also let's, let's ask the people, let me, uh, have low barriers to ask them, why did you sign up for our tool? What is the problem that you want to solve? Mm-hmm. And then more at a certain point, we, we saw the light. This is it. This is the we we need to focus on 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 this on this part of the the problem that we're solving. Oh, brilliant! And what's next for Schweido's plan for for global domination? <laughs> global domination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we're going to buy Alphabet. No, <laughs> <laughs> no um, we just want to be a, a, a good tool for our customers mm-hmm. and. Maybe we want to expand more the, the brand Swido because we stand for professional, friendly online marketers and um, we have a good tool now, but maybe you are not really a brand. People mention us and they recommend us and that, that's good. Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm enthusiastic about it. And then you see, okay, it's, it's starting to be a brand and that, that would be good if you are more like a, a brand in the community. And you've got some exciting things in the pipeline. Is there anything you can share with us that's, that's up and coming? Thanks for asking. We, we, in 2016, we really focused on, on new technology. So in 2017, we really want to uh, launch better connections, more connections with, uh, with data partners. And we really want to focus on, on being a platform, a platform for people to integrate with, integrate with, Maybe we publish our, our reports not only via email, but also maybe via Slack or via WhatsApp, etc. Mm-hmm. So in the data part, we, all, we will add a lot of more features, but also maybe in the publishing part. So Swider will really be a communication platform for online marketers. Well, I'm super excited <laughs> what the yeah, future thanks, might thanks. hold. Because the more, the more information you can knit together and compare and contrast... Yeah, um, still more, keep it simple. Yeah. In the visualization, still... Yeah be easy to draw conclusions uh, there. So interesting f- things uh, coming up in, in, in the pipeline, yeah. And where does the little red character with the eyes come from? Is there a story behind that or is it? Sweetie, just... yeah. Yeah, is that, he's called Sweetie, is he? Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was, that's funny. Uh, yeah, we thought it was it was a vision. I, I don't know if we're gonna, I'm gonna keep him or he's, he's, he's uh, we're gonna kill him in the future. But... <laughs> <laughs> But it was the idea that that my my business partner said we need some humor. He likes humor. Yeah. And, and we said, yeah, but it's serious business because people want a reliable tool. So if it's, it's serious business, you don't want humor in in other things. So it's like this sweetie is the only only one in the company that can have sort of humor towards clients, and yeah. the rest should be serious. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Oh, please keep him. 
Yeah. <laughs> please, please keep him no, because, it, oh, because it makes yeah. it a bit more playful and fun when he, come, when yeah, he just, comes in. Jester, is that the correct translation? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a human side, isn't it? I can't, yeah. I, I'm very fond of the little fella. Yeah, I'd be yeah. sad to, <laughs> I would be sad to see him go. So, yeah, okay, that's, yeah. that's my vote anyway. We'll see yeah. what everybody else thinks. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. So, if we want to find out more about Spido and the, the tool and, and what it does, where do we go and, and how do we do it? You just go to swidu.com and we have a free trial. Just trial it out. Uh, be in contact with us, ask us questions, and we will are very happy to uh, to help you further. Fantastic. Well, you're on. Thank you so much for for giving us the time and and taking us on oh, this on this thank journey. Thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah. No, it's been fun. It's been fun. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Digital Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Target Internet. If you'd like to get more information on the show, get hold of back issues of this podcast, or get details on any of the links we mentioned, please visit our website at www.targetinternet.com. If you've enjoyed the show, we would love to read your feedback. Please rate us in iTunes, or even better, write us a review. Or if you have any questions, please get in touch. We'd love to help.